Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Monday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we are catching up. I'll share with you what's going on behind the scenes as well as a preview into what to expect on the podcast this week. So grab yourself a coffee or a cup of tea and let's chat. Starting with today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today, I wanted to tell you a story from the weekend. So on Saturday, our kiddo went on a run with his dad. It's not something he normally does. And afterward, I think we kind of hoped he'd feel accomplished, but instead he felt tired and frustrated and he kind of laid on the ground and asked for an ice pack. I was proud of him, but I was sad he wasn't proud of himself. And then on Sunday, my husband asked him to clean his room and told him to do a really thorough job. And he spent a long time doing it and complained the entire time. And again, I was proud of him, but I worried that he wouldn't see the value in what he was doing. And then midday, he had a video game or something on a video game that he wanted to buy. And so I told him I had a chore that he could do to earn some money. It was a pretty hefty chore of emptying out some planters, putting them into the garage and he did it and then he stacked them up beautifully and again I felt so proud of him and finally he looked at me and said I'm proud of myself and then later he was in the shower and I could hear him talking to himself and he said all he wants as a reward for his hard work is to put on some jazz music cozy up in a blanket with me and his dad and have some good conversation And so we made a point to do that, and it reminded me so much of how we do this as adults, too. Doing hard things doesn't always feel good while we're doing them, but the confidence and the belief in your worth and the deserving of good things amplifies when we do them. Now, we don't have to earn rest or coziness or good conversation. However, we have an easier time believing that we deserve it when we've done the things that we know we need to do. Now the thorn, y'all, I have to run a bunch of errands today, and one of those requires me bringing something from home that I forgot to bring, so I have to decide if I'm going to go home for it and push it off until tomorrow. I, You know, I'm just someone who does not like to backtrack. I don't like to go backwards, go back home when I've already left the house, so I'm probably going to push it off till tomorrow, but not ideal. But my bud is running errands this afternoon. I love running errands, especially when coffee's involved. Just getting yourself like a big iced coffee, 
going to the store, going to the office, waiting in the lines, whatever you gotta do. I'm gonna put an audiobook in my headphones and just, I'm gonna love it. Okay, so let's talk about what's going on behind the scenes over here. Now this week I booked plane tickets and a hotel for quite literally the trip of my dreams. I'm taking a group to Bali in October. You can actually join me if you want to. So I'll link the info for that in the show notes. You can read exactly what that looks like in the itinerary and everything. But after our group trip, I'm staying for another week to just live and work from there by myself. Y'all, Bali has always been the number one place on my bucket list and I honestly wasn't sure if I would ever go. It's just so far away. I just booked tickets for it like this week and after I booked the tickets I told my husband and then y'all I cried not out of joy or relief out of pure fear and guilt um like what if I've made a terrible mistake what if he resents me for going without him and honestly this is not something that I learned within our marriage he is incredibly supportive he gets just as excited for me if not more when I take these big leaps and do the things that I've always wanted to do. But it got me thinking a lot about where we learn to feel guilty for things being good in our life. Now, obviously, as a social seven who has lived a very limited life for two years, it kind of makes sense for me. Like we wanna do what makes us happy, but we feel guilt and shame when we do, like it's kind of typical. However, I have worked with people for years of all different Enneagram types who struggled with letting themselves enjoy the fruits of their labor or even more, enjoy their life even without having to earn it. One thing I'm remembering is the sense that there isn't enough to go around, that if I'm enjoying myself this much, then someone else must be suffering at an equal rate in response to my enjoyment. In truth, people are suffering everywhere, but our suffering along with them doesn't ease their suffering. Funnily enough, I think this is the often the exact thinking process that maintains these cycles that cause suffering. The thought that there is limited resources causes some to hoard resources instead of sharing them, seeing CEOs with paychecks so high they couldn't like possibly spend their money in a lifetime, while the people working in their company can't earn wages high enough to pay their rent. It's a sense that if I give, then I will not have enough. And I think some of us who see that behavior fear that we will be that person so easily if we aren't careful. That the more comfortable with get, we get with being comfortable, the closer we are to the exploitation of others. So to bring it back down to my personal life, I'm reminded that while I'm not taking away from my husband by going on this trip, I do want to help him to prioritize what he needs as a way of offering him love and support. Now, globally, this means that I make a point to volunteer my time and my resources to the relief of suffering of others in such a way that it is built into the fabric of my existence. Because doing good on purpose has a higher impact than opting out of the things we enjoy for the fear of being selfish. So that's what I'm learning this week. (laughs) What I'm working on this week is, you know, honestly, I wanted to launch my merch a little bit ago. I mentioned it in the podcast. I thought it would be live at least a week or two ago, and I haven't gotten to do that yet. There's just like a little technical glitch that I need to hammer out before it goes live. So I'm sorry for any false alarm. Um, I am working on that again this week. At the same time, I'm still working on my email and getting it figured out, another technical glitch. Y'all, I have been on all the phone calls, sent all the emails, 
trying to get this problem solved and we cannot figure out what's going on. Also this week I'm doing interviews for the podcast this month and I'm excited to get those rolling out soon. I do have a series coming up I'll tell you about in a minute that will come before those interviews come out, but we got some really good interviews coming up very, very soon. Um, Now, life updates and changes. Personally, this was the first week I really focused on getting back into a workout routine since I lost kind of my ability to breathe. (laughs) If you don't know, like two years ago, I got a strange disease. Since then, my lungs have not worked properly, and I've been trying to get back into a normal life ever since. And it has been a real journey, but this week felt amazing. I did an at-home circuit workout on Tuesday. I went to an hour-long yoga class on Friday, which was my first in-person yoga class in over two years, like two and a half years. It was amazing. And on Friday, uh, or on Saturday, I took a nice long walk and just enjoyed the outdoors. Now, all of this may sound small to you, but for someone who has struggled to breathe, walking from her house to her car, I was really proud of myself. I had honestly the easiest time breathing in the yoga class and did have some trouble with both the circuit workout and the walk. I'm not so burned out and off of that though that I don't wanna try again. I feel like I may start doing two yoga classes a week and a walk on the weekend because I also found that focusing most of that energy on the weekend helped it to not interfere with my work week and take me out of being able to do my job. So I was so thrilled with that and we'll keep building on to this, I hope. Now, if you don't know me, y'all, I was a five day a week gym goer before I got sick. I also played tennis and ultimate frisbee and basketball. It has been absolutely heartbreaking for me the last few years to not be able to move my body in ways that I love especially for the sake of my mental health, y'all. I have always said I am like a golden retriever. I have to burn off my energy every single day or I'm gonna tear up the house. Like I have to move that energy through my body or it builds up in my mind and turns into irritability, frustration, anxiety, overthinking. So I'm just really excited about where things are heading and getting back into some sort of a rhythm, hopefully building up some strength here. We're all, we're just guessing right now. Um, so wish me luck. What I'm reading this week, I just finished reading East of Eden. This one took me a while. I started at the end of February and I took a few weeks off to finish two other books, but it has been a bit of a longer journey for me. It's a pretty hardy sized book, so I guess it makes sense, but I did close it up today. It was such an interesting look at the concept of good and evil, the complexity of human nature, and how we tend to want to prescribe goodness or badness to people. Personally, I've always felt naturally that people are good. I think traveling and meeting so many different people who were kind and helpful to me made me really believe deep down in my bones that humans are innately good. At the same time, I've met a lot of people who believe that human nature is innately bad. And I think the obvious answer in the message of East of Eden is that human nature is complicated, a mixture of good, bad, and in between. All of us trying to survive the best that we can and sometimes falling short along the way. If you haven't read it yet, it is definitely a good place to spark some interesting ideas and conversations around human nature. What I'm watching this week, I just finished Bridgerton season two like the rest of y'all. I watched that show in like like maybe two or three days. I was hooked. It's so good. Um, it's so good that I'm sad it's over. 
I looked up, I even like looked up Shonda Rhimes to see what else she's made so that I could watch more of her work. But unfortunately, it looks like I've seen everything. It it was just a really fun, oh, such a fun one. I, I miss it already. My small joy from this week is that Obi and I, my husband and I went on a date to the Biltmore Estate, which is like this um, tourist attraction in our hometown that's actually really cool. I purchased him an annual pass for his birthday, and we took a walk through the gardens, had dinner at the dining room, and we just pretended that we were in Downton Abbey, and it was magical. Now, in terms of content this week, on the podcast, we are discussing parenting. We'll talk about different parenting styles a bit tomorrow, and then on Thursday, I'll share what I've learned about the Enneagram in parenting, which is going to kind of introduce us into a series on the topic, diving deep into three types at a time. Um, So that's going to flow into Friday for us as well. So we'll start that series on Thursday. We'll continue on Friday, Tuesday, and the following Thursday. Also, as a friendly reminder, if you enjoy these behind-the-scenes episodes and aren't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you might be interested in that. I publish a vlog every single Wednesday, and I'll link the channel for you in the show notes. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you and to stay in touch with you this way, and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.